0: During childhood, rules were weird. If I was the younger sister, then I am supposed to obey because, hey, I am younger. If I am the elder sister, then oh my god, you must be kind and loving even to the most wicked creatures because nature has dumped you in the world a few years before them. If you ask my family, which I insist that you don't, my brothers and sisters will perhaps recall a brattish, high-headed, frowning piece who shared things only because mother will scold otherwise. I made sure that those beautiful, fun and hopeless fights of childhood has found place in my fourth book, Summer Holidays, a comedy on sibling rivalry. Hola friends, I am Koral Dasgupta, a story entrepreneur and author, back here with our podcast show, The Great Indian Family in collaboration with Epilogue Media. You can listen to the podcast on our website, www.eplog.media.com. You can also hear us on GeoSavans, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, CastBox, and other podcast apps. I am sitting here with Amol Parashar, who has successfully transformed himself from the nice boy next door to the hot boy next door, juggling between acting, modeling, and writing, a face that web, screen, and TV absolutely loves. We plucked him from his web show TVF tripling and planted him on a chair inside our studio. Hi, Amol. Welcome to the great Indian family.
1: Hi, hi and thank you so much for the such uh, such a sweet introduction. I am a Great guy, nice guy and hot guy suddenly. Oh, wow.
0: Oh, please. Look, <laughs> look, at, your, look but at your Twitter.
1: That's mostly perception though. If I was not that hot four years back and suddenly I'm hot, then I should be aware enough to know that <laughs> it's not just me probably. It's just probably how people see you, people see your work. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, as you grow and as you do more work, you also grow confident, and yes. you, and that shows in your personality. So, hopefully, some part of it is. You know,
0: there's something, uh, there's a correlation between the number of Twitter followers and hotness. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, wow. So, even if you're a 65 year old with <laughs> 2 million Twitter followers, boss, you're hot. So, who's the
1: hottest person in India right now?
0: Allah, Allah. Mr. Bachchan? Modi. Modi,
1: Modi. the hottest person, for sure. <laughs> we will <made> this out. <laughs>
0: Okay. Amol, you have a younger sister. So how did life look with her when you were small?
1: (laughs) So I think uh, it is always difficult to deal with a younger sibling. You know, when you're born and all the attention of your parents is on you and you are the center of their world and anything you want and anything that comes into your house is completely yours. You have, uh, there's nobody else to share it with. And then one day arrives another (laughs) human being, a smaller human being uh, more helpless than you are because you've grown up a little bit I was four I think uh, four and a half when my sister was born so I believe I don't have many memories of that time but I'm sure for any first sibling arrival of that other person is a little strange because suddenly you are having to share attention with this new person who has arrived out of nowhere because you don't know how (laughs) <laughs> he or she has arrived so you think it's just uh, this person has dropped from the skies and suddenly is occupying space in your house and yeah, now you're having to share everything Absolutely. and sometimes not just share half-half because uh, because that's a younger sibling probably
0: 70-30 70-30 uh,
1: also it can uh, want whatever yeah. You know, you can ask for the whole thing and suddenly you might have to listen to your parents and say let him or her have that uh, completely we'll get you another one yeah. so that I think that kind of learning uh, so, there is. it starts from a certain kind of jealousy <laughs> with your younger sibling that just because you're younger and just because you're less smart right now because you're small <laughs> and you, you're just born, you can ask for anything and you can just cry and you'll yeah. get everything. So, I think that, uh, and that, of course, that builds into a friendly banter as you grow up. Uh, in our case, thankfully, also that became friendlier and never really became too competitive. Uh, also, I think our parents were making sure that both of us were happy at, you know, they had to, they were, there was a balance mm-hmm. in... Uh, sometimes I will win and sometimes uh, she will win but uh, I personally believe and I'm sure she believes otherwise that uh, she had the advantage of being the younger sibling and that she had a certain kind of attention on her being the younger sibling and then they're the youngest in the house so as the younger sibling you have never experienced a newer person because we didn't have a right. third sibling so for her the, the the trauma that I had to go through as a four year old of <laughs> dealing with the new person she had never she had never to go through that so she, her life was pretty constant. So all she learned was if you cry, you get <laughs> you what get you it. want, and probably sometimes you can get by half also. So I think that's uh, that's how I would like to tease her that you know that that's the kind of training that you get as a, as a small kid, and then you live the rest of your life like but that.
0: But this is India, and bada beta rule doesn't apply uh, or didn't apply.
1: I never felt so. Uh, okay. Probably where I was, where we were born and uh, my parents, where they were from, uh, probably where they come from in that kind of world, certain kind of ideas might still exist. But uh, I was born in Delhi, both my parents were educated in government service. So I think they wanted to bring us up in a modern, neutral, culturally neutral environment. And so these kind of ideas, I never saw. Okay. Probably there they they were some ingrained things because that's a diff- different generation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can't question them on how they were brought up. But I think from where they've come to the kind of life they gave us, that was a long leap is what I realize now. Absolutely. Because I have seen that world now. I understand these things better. I understand these things, first yeah. of all, now at this age. So uh, now if I look back at my life and our family's life through that lens, I see that the kind of effort my parents must have put to, you know, to... Uh,
0: to not to let to that be a certain way. Uh,
1: and to also grow themselves in a certain way, mm. in many ways, not just probably a gender thing, but also a class thing, mm. an education thing, and how we treat other people. So I was, uh, I had a very safe, neutral, uh, environment at house both of us as kids and I think I realized that when I grew up and I went out of the house I realized <laughs> how bizarre the world Absolutely. is and how unpredictable the world is and what kind of strange people exist in this world and is when I thought that my we were brought up as very normal kids with uh, not too many needs and not too many wants and very basic way of looking at life very mm-hmm. ideal way of looking at life that you when you want something you work hard for it and you get it now that sounds like a very basic thing But when I stepped out in the world, I realized that there are many other ways of getting what you want (laughs) and not just uh, deserving it. So these kind of things. So I I never really felt that uh, probably my sister, again, as a joke or to tease me, would say that, you know, you're the son. So you had that advantage. But uh, I I never really felt that.
0: She'll even give you instances, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure she will have
1: some uh, (laughs) stories from her own perspective. uh, And I will have my own versions of the same stories, which always happens with friends and with siblings of course because you've spent so much time together as as kids so but yeah but i i don't think that happened okay. too much if it, if it did i'd i'd say sorry to her and i'd try and make it up to her in some
0: way no. I think a little bit of it is ingrained in the brother sister relationship and it's under an, mutual uh, I mean agreement that a few a few things you will get a few things I'll get and we'll tease, tease each other yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah so we only see what other people are getting yeah. other people are getting right. we only see the other person's advantage Absolutely. we don't see our own privileges we see the other person oh yeah. you are the younger one, or oh, you are the girl <laughs> or oh, you are getting the attention <laughs> you know, I have to yeah. share my stuff uh, I remember as a kid uh, the fact that I, I wanted a b- bicycle And I told my parents I want a bicycle. So there was some reward system set up that if you get so much marks in your class, this, this, this. So you will get eventually. Uh, Or I I think it was about me turning 10 and getting a bicycle. And uh, uh, the bizarre part was by the time before even I got a bicycle, she got a bicycle. (laughs) And that was very heartbreaking for me. Absolutely. Because I had you been building understand. up to that moment for two, three years, that, you know, when I'll grow up, I had two more years to go, okay, 365 days. And I was and I was that kind of kid. Mm. I was counting down days probably in my notebook and marking out dates. And suddenly I see there is a bicycle in the house but it's not for me.
0: Someone it's got it effortlessly. Yeah, someone
1: got it. I don't know what, what strategy she, she applied or what she used. So I wanted to use that strategy probably. I was just being a nice boy saying okay, I want it. I said okay, wait till wait so many days. I said okay, I'll wait. And then I realized no, there are other ways of getting stuff. You can just throw a tantrum probably. <laughs> right. So, I, and I will remember that as a story that I would tell. Probably she does, She will not remember that yeah. because she would remember all the instances where probably I had a privilege over her. So yeah, but these are fun stories. At that time, it was very heartbreaking. I felt very bad. And I think my parents felt that I felt really bad. So I immediately got a bicycle in two (laughs) days. They just took me out to the market and said, oh, please pick one. Don't don't just (laughs) just just be quiet and be sulking around. And I was a sulky kid. Like I would not probably cry and shout. I would just... Sulk in a corner and yeah. and give silent treatment are, to my parents. Di- those are
0: difficult, even more difficult. Yeah, in some ways, I area. think that's more
1: difficult. Uh, <laughs> like I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to hurt them. Yeah. I'm not trying to irritate them. I'm trying yeah. to hurt them by saying, you see, I w- I'm not talking. I'm so How sad. Could Haan, so sad And it's very difficult to look happy because then you have to play that part yeah. for those three, four days. So even if as a kid, sometimes you're very unpredictable. You can feel happy about something, but you have to make sure you're... You're playing the part well. So I think that's where you also learn some of your action.
0: How do we stereotype a younger sister?
1: Uh, Again, I think whatever I've said so far is is a little bit of a stereotyping, uh, throwing tantrums (laughs) and uh, asking for attention. And uh, sometimes probably using the younger sibling as well as uh, uh, being the other gender card and which again this is all from my perspective I'm sure like I said she would have similar stories and she does Mm -hmm. and she embarrasses me by narrating them in front of my friends sometimes and I don't remember some of them uh, of bullying her or harassing her but she she does so I think um, in terms of that yeah I don't know like who had who had it better I'm not sure
0: okay is there anything that your sister would say about you or she always says about you which you never agreed
1: so like there is one story that she loves telling and uh, I have no memory of that instance. And and honestly, I don't have any memory of that instance now that I've deleted it out of my uh, life. Uh, so apparently, so when we were growing up, uh, both my parents were working. They used to go to work. So when we were very small, we used to go to one of those uh, creches where you, know, you mm. daycare mm. places and at some point at some age I thought I was old enough to take care of myself so I told them I can take care of myself I can stay alone at home and uh, they tried that they did that experiment they were not sure to leave a kid alone at home Uh, but I managed and uh, once my sister also was of a certain age she also then would stay back and we would be alone at home now that can be very disastrous (laughs) (laughs) You know, because uh, probably I come back from school around two and she's also come back around two if we were in the same school. Sometimes we were in the same school, sometimes we were not at different times. So around by three, I think both of us are home, have had lunch. Now there are three more hours to go (laughs) before parents come home. And in that uh, age, there was nothing much to do. Probably there was just one TV that you could watch to pass time and there was one remote Mm. that you had. So, so many of her afternoons have just been about fighting with each other, sometimes uh, yelling at each other, probably sometimes physically also fighting with each other, pushing each other just for that one remote. Because I want to watch something and she wants to watch something and we are the only two left alone at home.
0: With nobody to stop with you. With
1: nobody to stop you, with nobody to uh, monitor us what's happening. So, there's no filters, there's nothing. You can say whatever you want, you can do whatever you want and deny it later. Uh, so, we we've had a lot of fights. So, according to her, in one of those fights, I uh, threatened to throw her from the balcony, and we were we used to live on the eighth floor at that mm. time, which was very high. Absolutely. Uh, for that time, again, uh, now we are living in buildings of uh, 30 mm. floors high and 35 floors, but that was a tall building in Delhi, and we used to live in the live on the eighth floor. And uh, according to her, again, I, I'll keep saying that. <laughs> according to her, I did not just threaten her, but I also picked her up and almost like hung her off the rail and uh, and this was like my thread key if you don't agree with me i'll i'll drop you and this is a story that she loves telling this is and this is i have to sometimes stop her because i have no memory of it and this is actual this is this sounds like a crime <laughs> <laughs> I might go to jail because if yeah, somebody no, actually believes that, me. yeah, like I saw hanging somebody off a balcony of a, <laughs> of the eighth floor. That I mean, now I, that I hear it, I'm I'm enraged by that story. So if she's going out and telling this to people, and I don't know how people are judging me in the world. Probably she has friends who have never met me, and all they have as a reference of me is this story. Of this elder brother who's uh, hanging a younger <laughs> his younger sister off the balcony and threatening to throw her just for one TV remote. <laughs> that sounds so petty and so dangerous. So I have tried to ask her, are you sure that this happened? Because I have no memory of this. Yara. And how will I pick you up? Like I was also a kid and she's like, no, no, you did. And I, you almost threw me off the balcony. I'm like, So she has that memory. And somehow, I don't know if she's developed it over time by telling yeah. that story over and over again. But that's a story that I hate the fact that she tells, but now so nicely I have told myself. (laughs) But (laughs) I see out there in the world. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's a mazala. I could not have I don't imagine I could have picked her up at that age. I was always a very lean kid and we were small. (laughs) I can't I can't possibly pull her at the like height of the railing or so I I have serious doubts about the veracity of the this story of this. <laughs> but uh, she enjoys telling the story and she comes to uh, Bombay and she chills with my friends and she tells that story and you know and I can see everybody's face changing <laughs> and I'm like no I don't think this happened just don't listen to her don't believe her <laughs> yeah but that's I don't I have no clue and I think that never happened please don't arrest me. <laughs> anybody please please don't think I'm a bad person yeah, I will not, put up a disclaimer no. I have that made my way we ways. think this is not yeah. true I don't still. think this is true I think this is just a fun story that uh, we tell for fun uh, we lie as it a family it has no resemblance
0: with anyone <laughs> no, no, not
1: that. at all not at all <laughs> it's a work of fiction
0: <laughs> totally yeah. okay what was the funniest mischief that you guys conspired together is there one
1: Mm, I will have to dig down I, I don't think we were those kind of kids actually we okay. were like I said pretty sober okay. as uh, as kids I, I would like to say I was more <laughs> sober than she was uh, in fact I think my level of mischief or level of fun or level of uh, experimenting in life has only grown which usually happens the other way like you're naughty as a kid and then you start to sober up as you grow older. I think in my case, it's happened slightly the other way. around. I was a very intense kid, very keeping to thinking myself, child. very thinking child, very quiet, very polite, very shy. I, I used to have stage fear. I, uh, you know, I used to have, not social anxiety exactly, but those kinds of things, I, I couldn't be the center of attention. Mm. Like, you know, suddenly they put you up on stage and say, recite a poem. I could not do that. I would start nauseating and shooting my pants and there'd be butterflies in my <laughs> stomach. So, those, uh, so I would rather be left to myself and I could easily spend time alone and chill and I've spent a lot of... Probably it is also coming from the fact that I spent a lot of time alone at home looking after myself. So I had to devise ways to pass time. So I could easily pass time alone. I would invent my own games or you know, just be in my imagination or write something or draw something. So uh, I don't think we ever were up to any mischief. In fact, uh, probably the only... Not the only thing, I'm sure there are others. But one incident I remember is that one game that I invented when I used to be alone in the afternoons is that I used to play cricket with the wall. So I would throw the ball at the wall and by the time the ball came back, I would be I would transform into the batsman. So mm. I am the bowler. I am the batsman, I am keeping score and I used to be very fair about all these things. But what had happened was that the, the patri of the wall, I don't know what it is called, the, the upper layer yeah, of paint, that, yeah, yeah. had slowly come off in yeah, sports, yeah. which which started from one spot probably one small one which grew bigger 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 then there was another one and i think in 3 4 months there was a world map <laughs> on, on that ball <laughs> that you could not explain to anyone because people if you guess or over they just look at the wall. and say what, <laughs> is? what is this <laughs> how can like how, how did this happen
0: yeah
1: and uh, and then i had to very embarrassingly tell them that i play cricket with myself like it just mm-hmm. sounds like a loser kid so I think I, one afternoon, I remember I was, I think, probably too excited. I uh, broke the TV, one. Okay. And I think she was, was also… Big achievement. That, that achievement. was a big achievement. That was a big achievement. I, I, at that moment, it didn't feel like the achievement. I thought I was going to die when my parents come back. <laughs> They'll kill me over uh, over TV. Uh, obviously, they didn't. They yeah, were, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in fact, they were… From that
0: perspective, it was a big achievement. It was a
1: big achievement, yes. Uh, and being that kid. So, yeah. and I think once I also accidentally hit her with the bat. Okay. So she was doing her own thing. I was doing my own thing. I was in my <laughs> game. And that that I felt really bad about. In fact, I remember I was uh, I was so upset. That when my parents came back, they could not be angry. Because when they saw me and they saw my face and they were like, he's already <laughs> suffering. <laughs> and he's been suffering for three hours. Because I thought, this is the end How of it. How could you? Yeah, This yeah. yeah. Not that only that I was feeling guilty. But I was also feeling when my parents come back, you know their uh, their side of punishment will also be added. Now yeah. I punished myself how much ever I can, but I was also looking forward to whatever uh, bad thing was gonna happen to me now. Uh, but when they saw me suffering, I think they just found it funny and everything was fine. They didn't care about the TV and they they did care about her, but she was not hurt that much. But like hitting your sister with a bat, it again it, could it feels it more. again sounds very villainous. Yeah. <laughs> I was not that that kind of kid. Please don't arrest me, anyone. I have stories of her hurting me also. She's pulled my hair a lot of times. It really hurt.
0: Actually, that is the question that I didn't <laughs> ask. Properly. And you're yeah, cursing no, me in your head. What the hell? What her, is she uh, doing?
1: She had her own tactics, I guess. So I think pulling hair, especially when you're in a physical scuffle, mm. you nobody really punches each other like mm. they do in films and not even in real life fights I've seen people punching. There's, there's these small things that you can do. You pull somebody's nose or ear. When you are hair. angry you
0: express it in the yeah, most savage that's, way that's possible. The, that's
1: the easiest way to get uh, to hurt somebody. Yeah. That, that's what comes naturally. Naturally you don't feel like I'm going to slap somebody <laughs> or I'm going to kick fly and kick <laughs> and all that. Although we did try all of that because uh, we used to watch wrestling.
0: Okay. And I
1: think I have talked to a lot of my friends and people who had siblings at that time. A lot of people have tried those wrestling <laughs> moves other. on each other. So, and mostly I think it was me trying on her because uh, I was more into the wrestling thing and I used to watch it and I used to know all the moves and all the wrestler names and the move names and I would request her, please, one, and I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try that choke slammer. <laughs> <laughs> she allowed? I mean, once in a while she did. Uh, oh, you know, we should get around it. Probably, probably it would be some deal about, okay, I'll let you watch TV. <laughs> Well, I'm sure there were incentives that I would give to her, and, and it was never we used to do it on the bed, so it was never like I was throwing her on something hard, and I was probably not even picking her up properly. Mm. It was just the feeling of doing the same move as uh, as I too did it because I just saw it, and I, I and you are fascinated by all these people with colorful names and colorful characters, and and those moves. Uh, so just about I think being able to pull off that move, that also I've done, and I. Later realized that a lot of people have done with their siblings that tried these uh, these wrestling moves.
0: Did you guys ever blackmail each other, like no, I, secrets uh, or something?
1: I don't. I don't think we know that many secrets about <laughs> about each other. In fact, uh, when I did the show uh, Tripling Season One, and Season One is about siblings not keeping in touch or not knowing everyday things about each other's lives, mm. and uh, everybody kept saying dysfunctional, dysfunctional. I said. Isn't this normal? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't remember the last time I spoke to my sister. So we, don't, we are somehow we are not uh, the kind to get on the phone very easily with each other. I don't know if she is with other people. I am not with other people also. I'm not the sort to get on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are not the sort to get on the phone generally and say what's happening, what's up. There is mota-mota uh, knowing how it is going in each other's lives. Also, of course, when you want to talk about something specific, then each of us is easily available and more than willing to give it a year and even give advice to each other and help out. Even if it is sometimes, you no, know, you don't want your parents to know something and you just need each other's help. So that kind of stuff happens. But I, I have day, day, day-to-day things. We are not uh, the kind to keep in touch and probably update each other. Uh, so yeah so it felt pretty normal for me but everybody kept saying this show is about dysfunctional siblings (laughs) I said oh are we dysfunctional I don't know this is uh, we find it pretty normal Uh, this is normal for us so it's not it's not even trying to make an effort either way we're not trying to make an effort to be away from each other not talk to each other it's not that and at the same time we are probably not trying to fake it just because okay I should call you let me call you and talk to you even if I don't want to so it happens uh, not very often but it happens when it happens it's sweet okay. so when we when we have a chat suddenly suddenly I'll get to know so much that I haven't known for a while uh, personal things and mm-hmm. because if I missed out on three months ka updates then all those updates come together so I'm like oh this happened oh that happened one time somebody asked me she's been uh, living in Europe for a while so when I meet my friends and they're like oh how's Srishti? and what's she doing I said oh, she's working in uh, Paris I said uh, which company <laughs> And I'm like a company I, I think I think she told me I don't know if she's told me even I don't know I mean it's, it's something to do with oil probably <laughs> I think it's some petrol company and then my friends are looking at me like you don't know what company she's working no I knew the previous company <laughs> now now she's recently shifted because I saw on Facebook she had updated that started working at uh, some company that some company's name I can't recollect. So, but I I don't necessarily feel bad about this. I think it's just probably who we are, and yeah. uh, and I've realized I did question it in the beginning when I realized okay this is maybe not uh, usual. Uh, so, but then I realized that this is who we are, and this is there's no point trying to be something, something that else. doesn't come naturally to us. There's and, a comfort
0: that and there's, you. Are, there's a comfort there's level, share. and
1: there is also an inherent bond. That when you think about it, you realize that is that is not going anywhere. Uh, at any stage of our lives, at mm-hmm. any point, anywhere we are in the world. I think if we need each other, we will uh, not think twice before mm-hmm. uh, coming to each other's help. So I think once you realize that, then all of this is, see if it changes with time, it'll change with time. If it doesn't, it doesn't. We are happy. And we are happy knowing about each other's lives and supporting each other. And yeah, and we are happy in our own lives. So, Nice. I think that's
0: a very important point that you made, yeah. you know. I mean, normalizing something which is comfortable for you.
1: Yeah. yeah because
0: yeah. otherwise in India or I think anywhere, there is a lot of stereotype or there's a lot of predefined things that yeah. this is how it should be. This yeah. is the And these relationships and should be like this, and you know,
1: between brother-sister should be like <laughs> this, and Jija Sala should <laughs> be like this. <laughs> yeah, so I saw. There are, there are certain hmm. kind of uh thankfully again I think it, it comes uh, from our parents because they tried to uh, give us an upbringing which was slightly free from mm-hmm. all of us they never in my family and I used to uh, see other boys and girls my age and they were touching elders feet and they, some, some people would come and touch my parents feet I, I never touched anybody's feet and I was it was new for me when I saw it happening for the mm-hmm. first time so it was not a concept there was ever things that so there was a certain kind of social politeness that was that was underlined that was underlined as an important thing to have of how you behave with people you say thank you and sorry yeah. and you know, you're nice to people you don't talk rudely with people you don't talk down to people so that all that was there but yeah, it's a, these these extra rules yeah. we were let free of. Yeah. Okay, these, these people are a it's different generation. Thing, the, the, and they will, they, ha, they will find nah, and this generation, generation is different. Yeah. We can't force them. what we used to do as kids on on these guys. So those kind of cultural values they were willing to uh, let go of. Mm-hmm. Okay, they will find their own cultural values and, and that is again something that I grew up and I realized. You know, you don't appreciate these things as a kid. You think this is what it is. This is how it's supposed to be and then you realize and then you get exposed to the world and you and you see the difference between how the world otherwise work and how the world used to work in your small little uh, family. So I think that's what they did. So all these cultural things of karna hi hai, or, aise hi karna hai, wo, especially in terms of relatives and wo, there was no pressure. Okay. As such. If I didn't feel like being a certain way around my relatives, it was fine. As long as I was not being rude. Yeah. As long as I was not putting like doing crossing the line. So I could Skip weddings. <laughs> 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 or uh, just say name. So <laughs> or whatever. Now if like now if I go and somebody asks me when am I getting married? Which is uh, a very bizarre question because if I knew I'd tell you. I, mean, I would announce, no, if I knew when I'm getting married. It's a very, there's no answer to that question. So i, I when I remember I'm, saying, I'm not gonna have this conversation. And somebody mm-hmm. asks me this question, I'm gonna tell them to not ask me this question. So they're fine. So they are fine. In fact, I, in one gathering, my father only got up and said, Why are you asking this? Mm. What do you want to do? You do why why are you getting bothered? Why are you wasting your time thinking about this? And I said, No, no, we want to dance. He said, i dance I'll play some music. You <laughs> <laughs> dance, yeah? Don't bother him now. And I was so glad he came to my rescue because yeah. I, as a younger person, you feel like, yeah, I'm gonna say something and I'm you know, I'm gonna stop this conversation. But he at least, you know, in a fun way, he he's kinda stopped Bradley, it. Yeah. yeah. He so he, he knew that this is getting uncomfortable and this is not and this is and he also feels like we'll ask him if we want to why are you why are you bothering him <laughs> you? you'll come for a wedding once probably meet him once a year so these are questions which are just Supposed to be. Yeah. You know, it was like, yeah, because there's no, nothing else to talk those about. Those are so.
0: icebreakers, I think. I I I know, know. I'm sure bhai. there are
1: ice, other icebreakers yeah. you can find if you, if you <laughs> look bhai bhai. for it. i you're going it. Correct. How big is it? How big is it? I said, Every time you say big is it, I would have disappeared by now. Because the last 30 years you've been saying big is it, big is it, big is it. I said, what, what, how, can, how is that possible? So that, those are, I think, yeah, those are some just… Uh, uh, what yeah, do you,
0: those just, are kind just, of, I mean, people treat them as icebreakers. Uh, ki ye probably. they will get effort. So they will find some other <laughs> nicer icebreakers. We will get,
1: yeah, we'll get some gossips. We will get some more recent interesting icebreakers. Interesting things yeah. that you would have to say. Correct. So And 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 I will lead to a better conversation, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> because what happens in this case is, like most of my friends and my generation, they would just shut off. You know, they, they, one of these questions, what hai And what happened? And just like, haha, sorry. So, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, till now, I have asked you a lot of wicked questions. Hmm. One thing that you remember that you did, I mean, which you feel it was really warm of her to do that to you, or something warm that did she did for you or you did for her, either. I,
1: has she done anything warm?
0: For <laughs> 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 this is so bad.
1: Please remind me, Srishti, what have you done? I mean, there are some personal things that we do share with each other now. Uh, Some conversations probably you don't want to have with your parents. Mm. And you don't want to bother your parents with them. And sometimes, some kind of things probably are just not parent kind. They're not parent friendly. So I think those, uh, I I also didn't know how would that be when I would have such a conversation Mm. with my sister for the first time. But I also realized that probably I'm the only one she has. If yeah. she has to talk to somebody and if it is something that there you are know, something that you probably don't want to talk to your friends also yeah. about, people you meet every day. You don't want to So those kind of very deep-rooted probably incidents or things or feelings or or developments in your life. So when that happened for the first time, that that felt like Especially. that felt special. That felt like, oh, this yeah, this this is what it is supposed to be. Yeah. You know, even if I'm here and she's thousands of miles away and I am I have a weird life here and she has a, some, some kind of life there, adjusting there. But in spite of all that distance and all that difference in how we live our lives, there is still a bond, a trust mm. where you can just pick up the phone and say that. Yeah. You know, and... And now, of course, I feel like I should be there and I sometimes ask on my own volition that, you know, if everything is fine and what happened of that, you told me last time. But the first time it happened, it felt pretty sweet because, I mean, I had not imagined that we will grow up and have these grown-up conversations about love and life and breakups and all of that. Uh, But we do. And you realize that You know, probably sometimes the frankest conversations you can have about these things are probably with your siblings. Exactly. Because when you're living that life there, you know, just all mixed up, all this love and boyfriends, girlfriends and relationships, they're all mixed up in that world. So you sometimes need somebody you who you trust also, but is probably not involved in your day-to-day life.
0: Brother-sister is actually a male-female perspective, you know. There's male-female perspective also.
1: Sometimes... uh, I have the advantage or the disadvantage of being older. So I can, uh, in a very older, wiser voice, I can put on and say, see, sab hota what It will pass. Trust me. Trust my experience. So I can, I can slightly pull that off. And once in a while, she can also pull that off. I have uh, probably, I... I am still to make myself that vulnerable. I would like to. I think that will eventually happen with time. We have a long life ahead of us. So I have not probably turned to her uh, always when I needed uh, a shoulder. Mm. But I believe that and I know she is available. I know she's available. If it's you about, it's about she's the person that, he
0: would like to go back to.
1: Uh, for sure, I would like to break that barrier because uh, that hasn't happened much yet probably that, you know, I would think of her because... I think it just, it's just this is the elder sibling thing that you are not you don't share your your vulnerabilities. your vulnerabilities with your younger sibling but I think that 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 will also be sweet whenever that happens and I'm looking forward to the first time that, <laughs> that happens I don't know when but probably she'll hear this and she'll call me and say bata <laughs> Kya hai?
0: and the moment uh, she tells you tell us yeah. <laughs>
1: So like, oh, this is happening. Record
0: the conversation. She's only called me and
1: asked me listen. <laughs> this is not working. So yeah. So I'm, I'm but that'll be sweet if that happens. And i I hope that happens soon.
0: Yeah, we also hope that. And we want to hear that recording that what is <laughs> yeah, happening in your sure, life. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. So we move to the next section. I'll ask you a few things and you will have to say that whether they are true or they're myth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. The first one is: Amol never stole from his sister's wallet.
1: That's true. She had no money. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Second yeah. one is, if Amol and Srishti is in McDonald's, Amol will steal French fries from Srishti's pack when she is yeah. not watching. Uh,
1: not anymore because I am an actor now, and I uh, look when after Dane. my diet and french right. fries and all this no toosu yeah.
0: <laughs> when a photographer is taking a family photograph in a wedding, Srishti will stamp Amol's shoes at the click <laughs> moment so he looks terrible among others who are otherwise posing nicely. Uh,
1: hmm, it's it's possible, I'd say. I wouldn't say it's true but uh, it, it's possible.
0: Possible, yeah. okay. Srishti still hates it when someone else tries to be very close to her brother.
1: Uh, I don't know. I'll have to ask her. To ask <laughs> her if this has happened. I've never, probably she's never expressed, uh, expressed that. Uh but I think there was, there was, there were sometimes growing up when, uh, you know, when you're slightly older, you're in the same school, probably one of her friends would tell her, you know, your brother is cute and all. So, oh, I think that kind of, that, that, I think I'm, from from her perspective, I believe that gives you a certain kind of, you're happy also my in brother. a certain way, is my brother, but it's also like, you know, and don't get too close and don't get too friendly <laughs> and, or, and, and Ideally, she would not like me to give any attention to that person. Mm. So she might be happy with the person that, yeah, my friends think you're cute. But if I happen to catch a who your friend, let me talk to her. Even nicely I'll say hi, hello. And that I think was a, this thing. No, 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 no. I said, no, 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 no. You don't give attention back. <laughs> if you want some attention, just take it. But don't give it back. So I think that I kind of felt uh, at a certain stage when we were in the same school at one point.
0: Okay. So I have two tweets over here. You would have to react to these tweets. Okay. One is from Alika Linse. The tweet is, you don't want my advice? Then stop winning to me about your problems. Hashtag annoying brothers.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know. if, Like I said, probably I have not... I, I think this person has a younger brother. Uh, <laughs> because uh, like we said, I think the elder siblings have this pressure of not being vulnerable hmm. and not probably come across as the whining one. And... And crying all the time about their problems. Uh, I'm sure the younger ones also don't want to do that. But they do that. Uh, Even if they don't want to. Because again, like I said, that's probably how they have got attention all their lives. By crying and whining. Uh, And that's something that's difficult to unlearn. So, I have not. uh, So This would rather be in my case, I think, annoying sisters. (laughs) Hashtag annoying sisters. No, she's sweet. She's not annoying. But yeah, sometimes she's wine to me as a kid and those TV remote fights I'll never forget <laughs> I'll get back one day
0: we will come to that next is from someone called Farid hmm. saying "Mummy, isko de do while pointing at your siblings whenever kabari wala
1: comes
0: hashtag <laughs> <laughs> growing up with siblings
1: yeah that's, that's a sweet one I think I might have done that <laughs> might have or other versions of it you know how you tell your younger siblings that probably you were found you on that? the road <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure, like again, because probably we were, she was, she must have been four, I must have been eight. Mm-hmm. So, us time pe, you are wicked and once in a while, just because you want to you want put to that, the uh, take the upper hand and just is about teasing that other person because deep down, I'm sure the other person also knows that Bakas probably it's not true, but at that time, very bad. at that you're like, no, no, how can you say that? No, mom, I haven't written it. And sometimes your mom will join in and say, yeah, you have written it. They like yes mom is also on my side this prank is going well so but yeah but these these kind of things are fun because once you grow up I think uh, oh, of of course you realize that they were not we were not going to give her away to Kabadi or <laughs> we didn't actually pick her up from somewhere but it's fun in that moment it's fun to pull that off
0: absolutely I agree Okay, then next in the last section that we have is a role play. It's not a role play. It's rather an extempore. You will okay. have to, I mean, give us, hmm. just make up and give these dialogues. Okay. So think your sister is sitting before you, hmm. and you have to convince your sister to get you a glass of water when she is watching TV.
1: Okay. She, I, I, my sister won't. Uh, but uh, if I were to try, I said I was your birthday is coming now. I was. I went to get the surprise gift for you. I walked so much. My legs are paining. Panileya, please. It's like what's a surprise gift? <laughs> like, panileya na pele. But I think uh, gift kind of thing can can uh, make a person do things.
0: Yeah. It can So I think a ha,
1: something about a gift. So, I'd that say a ha, gift like yeah, Surprise gift like I got tired, my legs are paining, walked so much, and so heavy, your gift is so big and so heavy. Now I'm tired, please get me some water. I think I saw Hogatu Shaiya, I'll get water. Because gifts work. I know,
0: yeah. I know, absolutely. Okay, thank you Amol for giving us time and for participating in the great Indian family. It really means a lot and I'm sure so, the audience so, so. must have had a lot of fun while hearing this. I
1: hope so. And they're making their siblings also listen to this and sending these links to Gisun. you maybe also done this with
0: me. Or maybe they're taking notes. This yeah, <laughs> is ko de
1: this is Okay, This is nice.
0: Yeah, I'm sure we are inspiring a lot of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a very, very yeah. good, wicked way. And then they will uh, tag
1: us saying that you given a You guys have me an idea. They'll tag us at Mumbai Police. <laughs> giving these ideas to yeah. elder siblings <laughs> now
0: my sister is crying <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that won't happen we are doing a good show yeah, so yeah. thank you so much and I had a lot of fun thank you so same much for year,
1: same here same here thank you thank you so much love your siblings hashtag
0: <laughs> yeah yeah love your siblings don't do anything that we spoke about yeah, okay? yeah 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 all the best thanks audience for being a part of the fun we hope you enjoyed our show The Great Indian Family don't forget to share your feedback or questions. We will address them all. You can comment or mail us at bonjour at epilog.media. That's B O N J O U R at the rate dot I am Coral, and you can listen to the podcast on our website, www.eplog.media. You can also hear us on GeoSavan, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Castbox, and other podcast apps. We will come back with another esteemed guest soon again for our next episode on family on the go till then let's rock